0: Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I told you a few episodes ago how I was still just really figuring out what the official release day of the week the podcast was going to be because my day to day has shifted dramatically. So just how things flow and how things have been as far as when I record, when I edit, when I post, it just wasn't working out for how my life is set up right now. I think I'm landing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right now it's Tuesday. I'm recording and I'll probably put this out tonight. And then I'm going to be recording a bonus episode that's going to go out on Thursday, but I think Tuesdays and Thursdays might be it, but I'll let y'all know. Thank you so much again for all your patience. While I find my flow and my groove, if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, you should. I'm recording a bunch of new videos just to really give updates on what's going on in my life. I don't share too many like lifestyle or personal things on the podcast. I really like to get in, deliver the message that God gave me and get out And my YouTube is where I'm able to like talk and explain further and show things more so about lifestyle and stuff like that. So make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. Now, a couple of church announcements before we get into today's episode. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to make sure your 2024 goals are in alignment with God and his plan. We had an episode a few weeks ago where I talked about peace and perspective and I described the difference between peace of the spirit where you experience that peace that surpasses all understanding one that only you can get from the Lord. Versus peace of the flesh, which is more so calmness. So go back to listen to that episode if you haven't already. In this episode, I want to be very practical and give you a framework and an assignment for you to go and do as you're planning for next year to really make sure that what you're doing is in alignment with God. If you've been listening to the show long enough, I think you understand the importance of making God the CEO, having your business meetings with God and the importance of your faith in your business being intertwined and more so your business being a subordinate to God's leading. I think we understand that concept, but sometimes what gets lost in translation is the how. So you understand, yeah, I want God to be the CEO. I want him to lead me in business, but how do I do that? And I'm going to give you an assignment today. So be prepared to take notes, be prepared to implement, because I want you to go and do this so that when you hit the ground running at the top of the year, or you hit the ground running tomorrow, right? I know the new year brings the sense of freshness, but at the same time, whether you do this in February, June, or next week, I want you to do this so that you're prepared and you're moving in alignment with his path, his plan, and his timing. Now, a couple church announcements before we get into the assignment. If you're new here, January marks seven years of podcasting for me. And I'll save the mushiness for that time. But as I get into a new year of serving on this platform, I'm always praying about how I could be more impactful, how I can better serve you through this platform, how I can push you closer, even closer to God and how I can serve God and be a better disciple through this platform he's blessed me with. And so something new that I'm really excited about in 2024 that we're going to be doing on this podcast is we're going to have a book club. You guys know I am an avid reader. I love to read. I read anything from self-help books to faith-based books to memoirs, to novels, I love, love, love to read. I love to learn. I love to get engulfed into a story. It's something that I personally enjoy. And I'm always recommending or referencing books that I'm reading on this platform, especially faith-based books. And I thought that this will be a great opportunity for us to grow in our faith and in our business together and use our time together on our bonus episode to have these discussions. We'll do, I want to test out doing one book a quarter at first. That way, if you're, you fall behind on some episodes, then you can get caught up. It's breaking the book, in my opinion, into even more bite-sized chunks. And then every week on the bonus eps, I'll tell you what pages you need to read in the book, and then we'll discuss it. And I will talk about some things that I've highlighted as I've read the book or things that God may reveal for me to share on a platform based on the book. I hope y'all are as excited as I am, because I think this is really going to be great. The first book that we're going to read, I'm telling you now, this episode is coming out December 5th. The book that we're going to start reading at the top of the year in January. So the first bonus episode in January, I am going to discuss, drum roll please, brrr, <laughs> Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. It's going to be our first book club pick. So the first week of the year, I want you to have read the first 25 pages of the book. I will put the link to the book in the show notes so that you can go ahead and get it and start reading it. But we're going to discuss the first 25 pages on our bonus episode. Add it to your Christmas list. Tell somebody to get it for you as a stocking stuffer. You can get the ebook version if you like, but that is going to be the book that we're reading for the first quarter of the year so that we can really get equipped to overcome whatever the enemy tries to throw our way mentally in 2024. Last church announcement, I put all of my books on sale for Black Friday at at least 50% off. So the Business Meeting with God devotional, the God is My CEO prayer journal, the limited edition spiral bound, gold spiral bound one. I put my latest book, She Is Uncompromising, on sale. And then also the podcast planner with Anchored Media. I put everything on sale for 50 plus percent. I think the prayer journal is actually like 56 percent. And the planner for Anchored Media is also over 50 percent. So if you are planning a podcast, if you are looking for tools to help you uh, grow in your faith and business, I highly suggest these products. I'm leaving them on sale as inventories last. and I'm trying to make room for new and exciting projects that I have going on and I'm planning for. So I'm leaving them on sale until I don't have any more and then I'll put them back at regular price. But you can go to blessedandbossedup.com for any of the faith-based books. You can go to, and then I also put my book on blessedandbossedup.com versus just my website. So if you wanna buy that book with others, you don't have to pay twice for shipping. And um, you can go to anchoredmedia.com for the podcast planner. I think that's it. Now let's hop right into this assignment. That was longer than I usually prefer. I like to get in and out with these announcements, but I'm really excited about the book club and all that's to come for the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Now, again, this episode is about how to make sure that your 2024 goals are in alignment with God. This is all practical stuff, and this is an assignment that I want you to do this week. Don't waste any time. Don't put it off. Don't say, I'm going to do it next week, the week after. Do it this week because I want you to get into the habit of always being quick to connect with Christ. And just quick to go back to your father, quick to sit at his feet, quick to surrender your plans, quick to hear from him. I want us to live in this space of dwelling, this space of abiding. One of my favorite scriptures we talk about on this show often is that he says that if you abide in me and I in you, then you will bear much fruit. Another popular scripture that I love in Psalms 91 says, Those who dwell in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. So when you dwell somewhere, you live there. That's your resting place. That is where you abide, right? So we have to remain in this space, in this state of being connected to Christ because through that connection, he fills us with the spirit, which is our life force. Through that connection, he prunes us so that we can bear even more fruit. According to scripture, through that connection, He transforms us and that's what we want. You don't want to just treat God like a genie where you just want to get your business to make a certain amount of money or you you just want to be successful you just want to magnify yourself versus truly be transformed and truly serve and honor him with everything that you do like you want to be in that space where you are a vessel for him and you can't do that apart from him so the purpose of this activity or this exercise is for you to practice what it truly means to keep your business submitted to him and what it truly means to do business God's way. So before you go into this assignment, I want you to eliminate all expectations. I believe we do ourselves a disservice when we try to put God in a box to where we're seeking him for specific things so in our quiet time, we're listening for specific things and that prevents us from being able to hear what he's actually saying because we're tailoring our ear to only hear for a particular subject. So then we misunderstand what's happening and we say, oh, God's not talking to me. He's not speaking. He's quiet when that's not the case. You are only asking him about money, but he want to tell you about you, but you're not hearing that because you're trying to listen for money. So eliminate any expectations. I want you to go into this assignment with a pure heart, a clear heart, and a clear mind hearing what God has. And so the first part of this assignment is fast and silence the noise. The Bible tells us that some things only come through prayer and fasting. So turn down your plates. Don't tell anybody. This is between you and God. Don't send a message to your group chat. Hey, y'all, I'm fasting. Don't send me no uh, TikTok recipes this week. No, just (laughs) keep it to yourself. And this is between you and God. So turn down your plate, deny your flesh so you can feed your spirit in this time. So definitely fast. And in addition to fasting from food, silence out all noise. Like I said, don't tell anybody you're fasting because you don't need to hear anything about that. Get off of social media, disconnect from the podcast, disconnect from the YouTube, just silence anything, cut the music off, quiet any type of noise, because you want to put yourself in a posture to where you're able to just truly hear what God is saying. Now, I did this recently, and I want to give you some practical ways that I did this. So when I did this, I was seeking God on behalf of 2024 for me. Uh, I fasted from food. I want to say from like 6am to 3pm. I didn't listen to any podcasts. when I was in the car. Sometimes I'll listen to music podcast or the radio. Crazy enough, I still listen to the radio. But um, I cut the radio off, cut all the podcasts off. No music. All I listened to was Instrumentals by Dappy Keys, which is a prophetic pianist. He has all his albums on like YouTube and Apple Music and all of that. So I This episode is brought to you by NetSuite, Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the growth, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash blessed. NetSuite.com slash blessed. NetSuite.com slash blessed. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Just listening to prophetic instrumentals, that's it. I would even listen to, instead of like regular music or orchestrated songs, I would listen to Victor Thomas. He has some really great spontaneous worship songs. So it's about like 15 minutes of just worship. So sometimes he will sing a song. Sometimes he'll sing a scripture. Sometimes he'll just sing and whatever comes out, comes out. And I'll listen to that. But that's it. My husband didn't know I was fasting. He might've noticed it because it's not like me to skip breakfast. (laughs) But um, my husband didn't know I was fasting. Nobody knew. It was just me and God. And I silenced everything out. Even as I was driving my kids to drop them off in the morning as I'm playing instrumentals, I'm just speaking in tongues, praying, speaking in tongues, By fasting and silencing the noise, you're positioning your heart to truly be able to receive from God. Now, notice some of these examples I gave about what I was listening to and all of that. I was on the move. So many of you, you may be in a space where you feel like your relationship with God is lacking because you don't have a lot of time to sit in one particular space. But God is not requiring you to be confined to your closet or your prayer room or your office or wherever for him to speak to you. He's omnipresent, he's everywhere, but just invite him in. Listen, he's always speaking to us, but you have to drown out the noise and the influences that is keeping you from being able to hear God's voice. So even as you're, if you're like me and you're driving your children around, if you're doing a lot, you have a job where you're on the move often and you're just constantly maybe traveling back and forth, these are some things that you can do to position your heart consistently to hear from God and abiding in him, even as you're being active. So the first thing I want you to do again is to fast and silence all the noise, whatever noise may be from you for you. It may be group chats, it may be social media, whatever it is. You know what it is. God will reveal what it is. Whatever is noisy, silence it. After you do that, I want you to pray. Now, again, you can still do this part on the move. If you're doing carpool and stuff in the morning, that's fine. If you're picking kids up in the evening, that's fine. If you're transporting and doing what you got to do, you can also do this while in transit. Pray. And I want you to start your prayer time off with worship and repentance. This is not the part where you ask God for anything. This is the part where you thank him for all that he's done. So use this time of prayer and worship with repentance. Now it's time to have a meeting with God. This is where you bring your notebook, blank pages. This is where you need to actually be sitting down, giving him your undivided attention. You need to be stationary. This is that time that you carve out. And this is where you sit and you ask God what you want to know about now, about the new year, whatever it is that you want to know, ask him about it. Now, quick caveat, though. When you have this meeting with God, I want to give you some sample questions because I want you to get used to in your prayer time asking open-ended questions so that you remember one, that it's not about you. And two, you're not boxing God into a specific answer like I talked about before. So here are a few things that you can ask during this meeting with God. One, God, how can I look more like you? Remember, it's not just about what we can get from him. We serve him. He don't serve us. We're not in this meeting to tell God all the things we decided to put on our vision board this year. We're not in this meeting to try to manipulate scripture to get our way. We are in this space so that we can serve him accurately. That's the point of this. The point of this is not for you to get everything you want in 2024. The purpose of this is so that you can give him everything that he needs in 2024 from you. Let's be very clear about that. It ain't about our own monetary gain. It ain't about our own success. It ain't about none of that. It's simply about obedience. And if you're not going to go into this space with an obedient heart, with a servant heart, with a desire to simply please God for the sake of pleasing God, not for the sake of the blessings that come along with pleasing God, then you need to go ahead and pack it up and don't even do this. Because he's going to know. So don't come to him with no foolishness now. Don't play with my God, okay? (laughs) Don't play with my God. Go up in this beat with a clear, pure heart, ready to serve his agenda, not your own. So here's some things that you can ask. Ask God, how can I look more like you? Ask God, how have I made myself vulnerable to the enemy? And how can I fix that? God, how can I increase my sensitivity to the spirit? God, what do I need to know about 2024? God, how can I be a better disciple? And then after you've covered these five things, then bring the list of goals that you do have to him and say, God, is there anything that needs to be removed? Lord, this is the desire of my heart because your desires matter. Like I'm not saying that your desires don't matter. I'm saying your desires are not more important than what God needs from you. So say, God, okay, this is what these are the goals that I have. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what is exciting me about the new year. Is there anything here that needs to get taken off? Is there anything here that needs to get added? Adjust and edit this list, Lord, so that as I go about the strategy part and implementing and all of that, that I'm implementing in accordance with your will. So these are the questions that I need you to ask Kev. I'm going to run through them one more time. God, how can I look more like you? How have I made myself vulnerable to the enemy and how can I fix that? How can I increase my sensitivity to the spirit? what do I need to know about 2024? How can I be a better disciple? And then with your list of goals, ask him, God, is there anything that needs to be removed? And is there anything that needs to be added? This will allow God to paint the picture for you. For me, I went into my planning session with God for the new year. I say, okay, Lord, I went through all of these questions. God had already been putting a mirror up to me and telling me about myself in the most loving way for the last however long. So I'm, I was used to you know, the answer to a lot of these questions. But when it came to 2024, I'm like, okay, God, this is what I have in mind. And I asked the question, anything that needs to be removed, anything that needs to be added. He didn't remove anything because We've been moving together for a minute, so I have I'm not necessarily off in a way that needs to be redirected with anything. But so it was nothing necessarily needed to be removed, but he added something that totally threw me for a loop. Totally. I'm not going to talk about it at all here, but it really threw me for a loop. And I had to add it and just figure out how that's going to work. (laughs) So I added it to my list. And once I left my meeting with God, then it's time to strategize on how to turn my downloads into action items. So I believe a lot of us where we mess up is we go into our quiet time, we we pray and we write all of the, these things down and they never leave our journal. So when it's time to actually implement the things that God is telling us to do, we never quite do it or we forget about it and it just falls by the wayside. So you need to take everything that you wrote down in this meeting and then go and sit down with yourself, your family, your husband, your team members, whomever is involved and has a say in these things actualizing, then you need to sit down and figure out, okay, how can I... Get this out of this prayer journal and apply it. If God is telling you, I need you to start your business this year, or I need you to go back to school, you know, if you have a family, going back to school is going to impact your family. So you need to go to them and say, all right, this is what God is calling me to do. How do we need to work this out as a family? If you're starting your business and you're married, you can go to your husband and say, hey, this is going to take some time. I'm starting this business. How can we figure out how to make this happen to where I'm not neglecting my duties as your wife, but I'm also not neglecting my duties as God's daughter? If you are God is telling you to shut your business down. Then you need to go sit down with whomever, your clients, your team members and say, hey, God is calling me to shut this business down. So how do we do this in a way that it's a smooth transition for everyone and everyone is taken care of as best as we can under these circumstances? If God is telling you to get a new job or stay at your job, and let's say you hate your job, then now you need to sit down with yourself and say, how do I go into this place every day knowing that I don't want to be here, but also understanding that this is where God has me. How can I do this and obey him in this way cheerfully in a way where I'm not stressed out every single day, where the enemy won't use my discontentment to destroy me? I'm giving you examples, but this is what you do. After you get out of that meeting with God, you sit down and speak with whoever you need to speak with, even if it's just yourself, and figure out and put controls in place and strategize on what do I need to do so that God's plan is actualized. What resources do I need? What resources do I need to get rid of? Whatever it may be, that's what you do next. You turn those downloads into action items. And then if there's anything that came up in prayer, lastly, if there's anything that came up in prayer, create goals around that. So let's say God says, I want more of your time this year. Then you can say, all right, I spent maybe four hours a week with God. I didn't do it like I wanted to. I didn't study my word like I wanted to last year. It averaged about four hours a week. This year, I'm going to spend 10 hours a week in my word. Then you go and create a daily schedule that accommodates those 10 hours a week being spent studying your word. Let's say God says I want you to give get involved in your local church, then you create that as an action item. okay I'm gonna I'm try different churches in the area um, every Sunday until I get to the place that God says I'm supposed to be planted. Whatever it is, I'm giving you examples, but create goals and action items around whatever comes up in prayer. So that's your assignment. I pray that you do it. I encourage you to do it. and if you want to share, You can slide in my DMs on social media at Tatum You can email me Tatum at TatumTamiya.com. But I am excited for you. I'm praying for you. And I'm looking forward to seeing how all that comes from this planning session with God materializes for you. So that's it. I love you guys. Don't forget our book club is starting at the top of the year. So go get Joyce Meyer's book, How to Hear from God. And I'll see you next week.